0: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team
1: every day.
2: Welcome into the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm James Erpine on a gloomy Wednesday. It's great to have you in. Make sure you check out LockedOnBengals.com. And as always, Locked On Bengals, the podcast. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you get your podcast, Stitcher, we got you covered here at Locked on Bengals. If you're new to the podcast, it's great to have you in. It's great that you're listening. And uh, basically, I'm James Erpine. We talk Bengals every single weekday here on the Locked on Bengals podcast. And uh, if you've listened before or if you're an everyday listener, thank you so much for tuning in. And feel free to, to spread the love, spread the news on Twitter, on Facebook, anywhere you like. I have a Facebook page you can like. James Erpine on Facebook, at James Erpine on Twitter, at Locked on Bengals on Twitter as well. A lot to get to today. And a lot to get to because at any moment now, it's Valentine's Day. I'm recording this podcast instead of, you know, buying flowers or chocolates or whatever I'm supposed to do on a day like today. But but I will say this. Looking at the Bengals, this is a big day for them. Because it could happen by the time I, I finish this podcast. Right now it's about 2 p.m. Eastern time. Or it could be. In the next 24 hours, but we're going to find out the future, find out about the future of A.J. McCarran. Is A.J. McCarron a restricted free agent? Is he an unrestricted free agent? What's going to happen to him? And uh, Mike Florio was on his radio show at NBC Sports. Uh, Pro Football Talk is where you see a lot uh, of Mike Florio's work. And he, he talked about A.J. McCarron earlier today.
1: McCarron, a guy who... Nearly took the Bengals to a bye week in 2015, nearly beat the Steelers in the postseason that year and has since been on the bench because Andy Dalton has been healthy. He may be an unrestricted free agent. It all comes down to how his first year on the non-football injury list is treated as it relates to satisfying a year of credit toward free agency. The NFL believes that the year on NFI keeps him from accruing a season, which puts him at three, not four, which makes him a restricted free agent, not unrestricted. His contract is expired. The question is, can he walk into free agency, or could the Bengals use the first-round restricted free agent tender and keep him around for 3 or $4 million and force a team that wants him to give up a first-round pick, which most likely no team will do. If he's unrestricted, he goes wherever he wants, and I think he'd make a decent amount of money. Mike Glennon got $16 million a year, Last year from the Bears, McCarron, whether it's the Browns or somebody else, he did enough in 2015, I think, to get someone to believe in him. And I don't rule this out either. If he wins and becomes an unrestricted free agent, maybe the Bengals are the team that pays A.J. McCarron. Maybe the Bengals decide between Andy Dalton and A.J. McCarron, if we have to make a pick once and for all forever, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to pay McCarron what we otherwise would be paying Dalton, and we're going to move on from Dalton. I'm not saying it's going to happen. This isn't a prediction. There's no reporting here. This, this is just what may happen to the Bengals when they recognize and realize that their chances of keeping McCarran around for one more year as a restricted free agent have dissipated, and now it's time to decide what to do. Now, I realize they, they almost traded him to the Browns last year, which would tend to show they've already decided on Dalton over McCarran, but that was four or five months ago. Who knows what decision they'll make if they're faced with the prospect of A.J. McCarron walking away for no compensation whatsoever.
2: So that's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. I will say this. There's zero chance. Zero. None. Zilch. Zilch. Zero. I promise you. And I get he was speculating. He admitted it. There's zero chance the Bengals decide to stick with McCarron long term and not Andy Dalton. I promise you. Take it from me. If, if I get that wrong, I will eat a crow. No, I will eat crow, but <laughs> I'm not eating a crow, man. I'm hungry right now. As I do this, I ain't doing that. But I'm I'm serious. That that's not going to happen. Here's what stood out to me: is the fact that during that, and the more I think about it, I'm not sure AJ McCarron's going to have many suitors. I expect him to be a restricted free agent. I could be dead wrong. I expect the NFL to rule in the Bengals' favor, or or, or that arbiter, that that neutral guy that heard the hearing, I, I expect that to rule in the Bengals' favor. Because the NFL, outside of A.J. McCarron proving that he was completely healthy and the Bengals still kept him on the non-football injury list, outside of him doing that, he loses this. In my mind. Could be wrong. Again, this is a really unprecedented, weird scenario. But with that being said, A.J. McCarron could certainly have suitors if he's unrestricted. Everyone talks about Cleveland. Well, Cleveland's first unrestricted free agent they're going after is Kirk Cousins. And what if they land him? They're going to offer him the most money. I can tell you that right now. They're going to woo him with plenty of dollars. So let's say Kirk Cousins doesn't go to a Denver or to a New York. What about A.J. McCarron with the Jets? What about A.J. McCarron with the Broncos? In that article, Pro Football Talk, it says, that Vic Lombardi of Altitude Sports Network said that if the Bron- uh, the, Ron- the Broncos would be interested in A.J. McCarron if he becomes a free agent. And that's completely fair. How many times in life are you like, oh, yeah, I'll take that, that sweater from you? Like the hand-me-down sweater or your friend's T-shirt that he or she's getting rid of or whatever it is. Oh, I'll wear that hoodie. Yeah, I'll take that because they're getting rid of it. And But you're not going to pay them $10 for it. But if it's free, sure. Now, obviously, the Bengals would have to, or the Broncos, or whoever signs A.J. McCarron would have to pay him. But giving up compensation in the draft for him, I don't think a team is going to do that, especially not a first-round tender. First-round tender, no question, zero chance. Even a second-round tender, if you're Cleveland, and A.J. McCarron's a restricted free agent, you're giving up your 33rd pick in this year's draft, if you're a Bengals fan, you would love that, but the the Browns, why would they do that? For A.J. McCarron, no chance would I do that. So to me, if A.J. McCarron ends up being an unrestricted free agent, he's gone. He's out of here. He's going to battle for a starting job. But if not, and he's restricted, I still think he ends up here. I really do. Like, if you're a team and you're thinking about bringing in A.J. McCarron, you're giving up a second-round pick for him? You're definitely not giving up a one. You're giving up a two-plus money to sign him? I just don't see it happening. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. He's not Jimmy Garoppolo. A.J. McCarron's a pretty good quarterback. I love him. I'm going to miss interviewing him because I think he keeps it real. Hell, I would enjoy having a beer with A.J. McCarron because I think it would be a lot of fun. I think he would be a a cool dude to have a drink with. But ultimately, do I think that a team's going to give up a ton to get him? No. Or they already would (laughs) have. They already would have done it. And if the Browns, the most quarterback desperate team on earth, were giving up a two and a three this offseason, and now they have the first and the fourth picks, and Hugh Jackson, who knows what his future is going to be after this year. Why would they go and invest another second-round pick, that would be, get this, that would mean they would invest a third-round pick, a third, uh, second-round pick, a second-round pick, and a first-round pick in quarterbacks over the past three years. I just don't see it. I think they pass on A.J. McCarron, keep Kaiser on the bench as the backup in year two, and play one of the guys they draft first or fourth overall, unless they get Kirk Cousins. That's how I look at it for the Browns. That's why, to me, A.J. McCarron going to be a Bengal or he's going to be unrestricted. I'm James Urpain. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast. Check out mock draft 1.0. I'm going to work on 2.0 this weekend. Oh, yes, I am. And plus, why well, I want the Bengals to trade for Emmanuel Sanders. Talked about it yesterday on the podcast. Wrote about it. LockedonBengals.com. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. And I look at this McCarran thing. Could you imagine? And I don't expect this to happen, but I I like to paint crazy scenarios, right? Crazy scenarios. That's what this year, this year, this uh, this time, that's what the offseason's for. And can you imagine a scenario where A.J. McCarran's market, like Kirk Cousins ends up somewhere, the Broncos draft someone, and all of a sudden A.J. McCarran's just hanging out there, and he's an unrestricted free agent, and the Steelers go, Yeah, we could take you as a backup. And he signs their one-year deal instead of coming here because he wants to win a ring. He wants to learn from Ben Roethlisberger. And Ben obviously has injury issues, etc. Ben gets hurt week two. Oh, and by the way, the Steelers also bring in Tyler Eifert in free agency, which is kind of realistic, honestly. They need a tight end. So they do both of those. And A.J. McCarron to Tyler Eifert happens against the Bengals. The Steelers win the AFC North with A.J. McCarron leading them. Now, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I just think it's kind of funny because I could see that scenario. I could see something like that happening. It's not the most realistic thing because, as you heard, Mike Mike Florio, there's going to be suitors for A.J. McCarron if he's unrestricted. One place I would love to see him in, love, love, love to see A.J. McCarron go, is Jacksonville. And it's not going to make sense because they're going to play, pay Blake Bortles and he's going to have a $19 million cap hit or something crazy in his fifth-year option. But, man, I would love that because I think he would thrive there. And you're like, well, James, a lot of quarterbacks would. Sure, a lot of quarterbacks would thrive there. But I think their offense would be better with A.J. McCarron than Blake Bortles. And I know Blake played better. But I don't think A.J. McCarron is going to be afraid of any moment. I don't think he's going to shrink in any situation. Another place I like for him, the New York Jets. I do. I really like the Jets because I don't think he's dealt with the Tuscaloosa media and the pressure of Alabama. I don't think he's going to be worried about the headlines in the New York Daily News or the Times or whatever newspaper you read out in New York that rips the jets. I think he would stabilize that team. He's young enough too. I think that's the perfect landing spot. And here's the problem. Here's the problem with this whole thing. Is the Bengals have valued AJ McCarron and kept him held him so high that now they could lose him potentially for a compensatory pick. That that's ultimately the problem here. That's why we're having this conversation. I know on at least some accord that the Vikings had some interest last year before they traded for Sam Sam Bradford. I bet they could have traded, and this is coming off of, it's it's when the Vikings' Teddy Bridgewater goes down. The Vikings had just gotten a look at A.J. McCarron in minicamp. This is before the Locked on Bengals podcast started. And I'm down there, and Mike Zimmer's down there, and they're watching training camp, and it's a joint practice. They go up against each other in a preseason game. Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt that next week. I thought, I wrote about it, I got called crazy. Why in the world would the Vikings make a deal like that? Why wouldn't the Bengals? The Vikings got desperate, gave up a first-round pick for Sam Bradford. How's that working out? Meanwhile, they could have done it for a a second-rounder, in my mind. If I was the Bengals, I would have given them up for a second rounder right now or right then rather. And I heard that the idea was a, a two and a four, but the Bengals wanted a one. Now, again, these aren't reports. These are uh, uh, hearsay. I do think the Vikings had serious interest in AJ McCarron, made the call, was told first round pick in the Minnesota Vikings left and went and got a more proven quarterback in Sam Bradford. That's when I would have sold him on trade deadline day the asking price was a second and a third and they almost got it but it wouldn't have went down to the deadline had the bengal's accepted a second round pick earlier in the day i would have initiated the the talks the 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 back and forth earlier than the deadline i would have looked ahead of that the moment i and i said it on my show i said it here on on this podcast the moment Jimmy Garoppolo got moved, I would have called Cleveland. Because you knew that there was panic ensuing. Hugh Jackson was losing his damn mind. Because he gave that front office, he said, Hey, I want Jimmy Garoppolo, go get him. And he was had for a second rounder. So Hugh Jackson was beside himself. I guarantee it. And uh, so, so I look at it, and I think that the Bengals put themselves in this position. And if it comes back, A.J. McCarron, unrestricted free agent, that's what they get. They're going to get a compensatory pick. Could be a fourth-round pick. Could be a third-round pick. Could be a fifth. I mean, it just depends. But somewhere between three and five, I think, is where you'd get it. And, and can you imagine getting a fourth-round pick in return for A.J. McCarron? You know he's worth more than that. Of course he is. Of course he is. So, oh, it'd be tough. It'd be a tough pill to swallow, but that's the reality we're looking at if A.J. McCarron is an unrestricted free agent, which we'll find out about. In the next 24 hours. I'm James Urpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. And, and if, by the way, if the Bengals do that, if that happens to them, they deserve it. It's their fault. It's no one else's fault. I'm James Urpine. This is the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I want you to advertise with us because we got a lot of a lot of local listeners. And advertise with us here at Locked On Bengals. You're gonna reach males 18 to 45. That's our demographic. That's what we'll uh, we're looking to hit, and I think it'd be a good spot. You can email me if you want to advertise with us, jameserpine at espn1530.com to get more details on that. Also, follow me on Twitter, at jameserpine, at Locked on Bengals. There's a ton of insight on LockedOnBengals.com. More going up tonight. I know there's an Andy Dal- Dalton article going up tonight. Not done by me, by the way. A player evaluation, player spotlight, prospect spotlight, from my guy Solomon Tentman going up today and much more that we got in the hopper as well. Thank you so much for listening. I'm back at it tomorrow. Joe Goodberry will be on this podcast Friday. Oh, that's interesting because we got Andy Benoit and Joe Goodberry. Either way, I know this. I'm going to have both of them in the next three podcasts, either tomorrow, Friday, Monday. Andy Benoit, Joe Goodberry. And tomorrow we will react... So what happens with the AJ McCarron ruling thank you so much for listening to the locked on Bengals podcast have a happy uh, happy Valentine's Day I almost said happy Thanksgiving Happy Valentine's Day I'm, I'm gonna be doing a lot of uh, a lot of watching TV college hoops and Valentine's Day and nothing says Valentine's Day like die hard then I'm gonna watch die hard because it's a Valentine's Day movie <laughs> It came out on Valentine's Day a couple years ago. That's why I say that. I'm James Erfain. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Bengals Podcast.
0: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.